Welcome to the Bearing Fruit Podcast, where we will be discussing the simplicity of Christianity. This is a production of Simply Free Church in Lanark, Illinois. Now here's your host, Pastor Glenn Scott. Good morning. This week I want to talk to you about what you need. And I want you to think to yourself, in your heart, what do you need? What do you ask for? What do you seek? And then I want you to think about where you get it from. The reason I'm asking you this is because I want to figure out, or I want you to figure out, what you value. And what causes value is supply and demand. Demand is our needs. There has to be a need for something to have value. And there also has to be a certain amount of scarcity. This is the supply. And I'm going to give you an example. If I had a little handful of dirt right here, and I was trying to sell it to you, it would be worth very little. And the reason being is, a lot of you don't need a handful of dirt. And by the way, the supply is so great, you could all go outside and get yourself a handful of dirt. That makes my handful of dirt have no value, or very little value. If the entire earth was a rock, and you wanted to grow some corn, and I had a handful of dirt, now we might be talking some value. Supply and demand is the principle behind value. So what do you need? What is your demand? As you go through life, what is your demand? And what is your supply? Where are you getting it from? What has value, you value. And what you value has value. All based on supply and demand. And our world is getting way out of balance. If there is no demand for something, the supply will go away, whether there is one or not. If nobody needs it, there's no reason for a supply of it. It becomes worthless. If somebody needs something terribly, you cannot do without it, and there is very little supply, the value goes crazy because you need it, you want it, and there's not enough of it to go around. That creates value. So what do you need? As you go through your day, as you go through your week, as you go through your life, this morning when you woke up, what is it that you need? Now, I'm very needy. So I'm going to throw myself under the bus here. When I get up in the morning, well, I better not go into everything. Right? You guys can all examine yourself. But I, I'm, I'm very needy. And uh, my, my wife does a good job. It's Father's Day, right? I get anything I want. By the way, that's what happens on Father's Day, you guys. You get whatever you want. Try to explain that to your wife. So now you have a need. So you're going to have a whole list of needs. And where are you going to get them from? Who are you going to ask? What happens to us is we want things so bad that if we can't get it, if we can't find a supply to meet our needs, we'll start to make up something. It's called a counterfeit. You will start to reach for things 
to fulfill your need that is not genuine, that's not right, because you want it. This is your heart. The things that you're seeking out. We love ourselves so much that that is typically our goal every day, every week, all year long. Me, me, me. Meet my needs. Give me what I want. And if I can't find it, I will create it. If I can't create it, and I can't find out what, what I'm seeking, I will actually start to tell somebody, you don't need that. If I don't have it, now I want you to examine your own hearts, right? If I don't have it and I can't get it, I can't afford it, um, there, there's no more, or I wore it out, pretty soon I'll begin to say, you don't need that. That's just stupid. That's not something that you need. And the reason is, is because I can't get it. And we all love ourselves so much we think we're right. Lies spread faster than truth. This is where a supply and demand blows up. Lies, juicy gossip, negative news, things that's happened to somebody, we spread like wildfire. Because there's a need for it. We, we need this. Now, you're probably shaking your head and saying, no, 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 no. Why do you think there's so much of it? Let's look at the newspaper. A lot of people pick up a newspaper and they'll look at it and they'll say, there is nothing but bad news in there. I don't even want to read the paper anymore. But you do. Do you know why there's so much negativity in news? We demand it. That's what sells. We're putting value on that. You will take a lie, you will take a juicy secret, you will take a rumor, and it will spread like crazy without ever trying to figure out whether it's a fact or not. You will not do due diligence on stuff like this. We need it. We feed on this. And the supply is like crazy. Everywhere you turn around, there is a supply of lies, rumors, and gossip. There is such a supply of it because there's such a demand for it. Now, you can take somebody that will come up to you, and they will tell you a truth. Why don't you spread it the same way you do lies and gossip? But instead, what you do is you'll take it, and you'll dissect it. You'll do your due diligence, and you will find out whether that's a fact or not, and where it started from. You will use Snoops, Google, whatever it takes. To find out if it's a fact before you'll ever tell it to somebody else. Right? Where if it's a juicy gossip secret, you don't ever want to know the truth. You just want to pass it along. I know something you don't know. You know why people say that? Because there's a need for it. You need to know things that other people don't know. And you need to spread them. And they need that same thing so they want to hear it from you. Because they need it too, and now you're supplying it. Now you are the supply of this crap. Where if it was a truth, you see, nobody wants to hear the truth. And you won't spread it. Because there's not a demand for it. 
Therefore, the supply gets pretty slim. In what doesn't draw things to ourselves, we don't need that. What good does it do me? I'm trying to find things that draw people to myself. Now I'm speaking for you. And in your heart, if you search it, you will find this. Think about something that somebody said about you to somebody else. Now, I can't be the only one this happens to. In fact, it happens every day to me. And it will spread like crazy. A lot of value in that. You are actually putting a lot of value on stuff like that because there's a demand for it and you are being the supply. Supply and demand make value. What are you valuing? Are you part of this? If somebody walked up to you and you said, you know, he's doing this to her and she's doing this to him and, and blah, 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 and, and, and you said, I could care less. The supply would go away because there's no demand for it. We can control the value of things based on the supply and demand. I'm getting to a point. One of the points is, is why do you think there's so much sin in the world? The enemy supplied it once, twice, three times, continues to do it, but we're the problem. But this temptation, you see, Eve actually, and, and Adam too, I can't let him go without some blame, actually had a demand, a need to be like God. And the great lie came and they bit. And we're no better today. Lies, gossip, juicy secrets are all from the enemy. They are of no value, but we have put a great value on them because we are in need of them. Think about it. You love it. You look on Facebook and you can't wait to see these funny things. Something happened to somebody. And you know what? It makes us feel superior. That's why we demand it. Because we can't stand the fact that we are inferior to some and to God. We have to be superior. So the more lies and the more gossip we spread, it makes us look better. And we say, we're not as bad as that guy. Look what they did. We laugh. We're feeding it. We're causing the problem. We are actually being the supply for the demand of this kind of stuff. So why don't we stop it? Why don't we cut out the supply when it comes to us? Somebody will come to us with something. They think we need this, you see, because we're like them, and it'll make them feel better, so they're going to tell us something about somebody. And we could say, you know what? That doesn't affect me at all. I could care less and walk away. If everybody did that, the supply would stop because there's no demand. But we've gotten so out of balance. We have been taught, that they're teaching the world that you can do whatever you want, you can be whatever you want. Uh, you are number one, right? This is what we're teaching the world. There is nobody that can tell you what to do. And the way to feed this is to come up with stuff that makes people look worse than us. That's how we feed ourselves. That's how we feed our heart. And you are the problem. I'm the problem. We are the supply for the demand. 
And we are actually looking for it, so therefore we're the demand too. We could stop it, and we don't. And it is completely out of balance. The enemy is full of lies, destruction, gossip, secrets. Jesus is truth, and you won't spread it. Why? Nobody wants to hear it, right? You, you don't want to actually think of somebody that's superior to you, a God Almighty that's better than you, because we've been taught that we can do anything. Nobody's better than you. You can do whatever you want. You can be whatever you want. And there is some truth to that. But if you can't bow down to a God Almighty, you have fallen into the lie that is spreading like crazy. Now you are causing the demand. And then you're going to teach somebody else the same thing. Now you're the supply. Supply and demand make value. How much value are you putting in the sin? We all have sins. So take your sin, and how much supply and demand are you contributing it to it? To your children? Fathers, it's Father's Day. What are you doing at home that your kids all see? You know, all they know is what they see, right? All they know is what they've heard. Are you feeding that? I was just going to hammer fathers today, but we are an equal opportunity hammering church. Right? Kyle, put this slide up on the screen. John 14, 6. Jesus said to him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. He is the truth. Do you have any demand for it? If you don't have any demand for it, you don't have any value. You're not putting any value on this at all. Are you causing a demand to where there can be a supply? Now, you're actually coming here today, and I hope to get the word, get a teaching, maybe get hammered. Some of you actually like that. So I assume you had a need. So you got up this morning and you came to church and hope that we here at Simply Free Church are going to supply you with it. So you've given us some value. You've given yourself some value. Truth. We speak truth here. Sometimes I don't want to. Last week I didn't want to. But I had to. The demand for eternal life is great. We all want it. And there's only one person that can supply it. Now that's value. How are you doing with supply and demand on that? You're all here because you want this. You want to learn how to have eternal life. And you want him to supply it. But yet you're feeding the world with your demand for lies and gossip and sin. Where there's demand and supply, there is value. The greater demand with the less, the scarcity of supply makes greater value. Eternal life can only be provided through him. He is the only way to the Father. There is one person that can give it to you. This is value, humongous value. You don't have enough money to buy your way in. 
You can't do good enough to, to earn your way in. The only way to the Father is through him. One supplier. Are you giving any value to him? Do you have the demand for it? This should be huge. So if, you, if, you, if your neighbor's watching you from across the street, can he actually see what you value? How about your coworkers and friends and stuff like this? If, they, if you asked a coworker, what, what, what kind of value is Bob given to things in his life? Now, I'm sorry to pick on you, but you'll be okay. So the neighbor says, well, he, he values, um, I, I don't know you well enough, but uh, if I picked out somebody I did know well, we'd, we'd be in trouble. So Bob values, uh, he values his cars, um, values his boats. Oh, you value your wife. Good job. Okay, now if the neighbor looked at him and said he values his wife, now we're getting somewhere. The word says to love God and love people. That's a summary. Are you valuing that enough? Would your neighbor, your coworker, uh, somebody you saw on the street every day say they value people? And they value people because they value God. Would they say that about you? What would they say you value? Some people value, ah, but you know, better not say anything because somebody will send me an email. Uh, let me think of one. Let me give you an example. Here's one nobody will admit to. Do you know there is such a supply for pornography because there's that much of a demand for it? Now, I doubt that anybody will send me an email that says, hey, what, are you against pornography? Do you know there's such a huge supply of this stuff? You, you, don't, you know why? I just told you why. If there was no demand for it, it would go away. That's what's happening to Christianity. That's what's happening to God. We are treating the world. We are raising the next generation. We are actually convincing people that you do not need God. And we're taking the value away from him. We fall right into this trap. When you leave here today, I hope that you start to show a little more value in truths instead of lies. And if you hear something, you know, that, that sounds like maybe it could be a lie or a little juicy gossip, why don't you go ask them instead of just spreading it around? You could maybe put an end to it, but you don't want to because now you know something somebody else might want to know and you're going to feed their demand because you have a supply. What happens? Why are tabloid papers so popular? Why is negativity in the news so popular? We need it. Makes us feel better. We're not so bad. Here's what's going to happen. The Bible tells us what's going to happen. Kyle put up 2 Timothy 4, 3 through 4. For the time will come when they will not endure sound doctrine. That means teaching. But according to their own desires, because they have itching ears, that's us, they will heap up for themselves teachers, and they will turn their ears away from the truth 
and be turned aside to fables. When somebody tells you that you are as good as anybody else, you don't need anybody else, you're a winner, you're always going to be a winner, everybody gets a prize. Now, this is probably going to upset some of you. You're telling them untruths from the Bible because there is somebody superior to us. We cannot do whatever we want. But yet your demand for eternal life is still huge. But then you look up scripture and you say, hey, all I got to do is this. I can still keep on doing just exactly what I'm doing. But it says that, you know, if I confess with my mouth Jesus is Lord and believe in my heart that he was raised from the dead, I will be saved. But I can still keep on doing exactly what I'm doing. Maybe. You're going to take that risk? There is such a supply and demand for counterfeit truths that pretty soon we don't think we need Jesus anymore. We can do it our own way. And then when you say, I don't need that anymore, you start to cause the supply for the demand of people that do not want to hear the truth. You put so much value on yourself that this is craziness. We're all like this. This is nature. We are, we are born of a, spirit, of a sinful nature. But we love ourselves so much. We are our greatest asset. If you want to get yourself eternal life, you have to value a couple things. And one of them is not you. Oh, yeah, you can boast and you can have some pride in the Lord. It says if you're going to boast, do it in the Lord. The value of having eternal life is your life. You have to die to yourself to get life, to get eternal life. And we can't stand it because we love ourselves so much. We have to make ourselves superior than the next person. And that's not how you're going to get there. You have to put a value on eternal life. What's it going to cost me? We love to do this, don't we? And if we can't afford it, we'll come up with a counterfeit. We'll come up with a different way to get there. We'll try to change people's mind that you can get there without doing this and this and this. That's counterfeit. That's not truth. And the fact is that you don't want the truth because you won't pay the price. You also have to repent. And it means to change your ways, to change your mind, to change your direction. You can use any of those you want. It means to change. And what it means to change is that you quit loving yourself. It says to die to yourself every day. Take up your cross daily. This doesn't just mean once. This means that these battles that you're doing is going to be every day. Here's the cost. John 12, 25. He who loves his life will lose it. And he who hates his life in this world, don't forget that, will keep it for eternal life. If you value Christ and what he did for you so that you can have eternal life, you have to give up your life. You have to give up your spiritual life, not physical. You have to give up your heart. You have to put him first. You have to value him. Instead of valuing yourself as your greatest asset, 
You have to value Him. And let me tell you what He did for us is the example. He physically died for us. Christ is the truth. He is the way. He is the only way.